It's December, and the holidays are right around the corner. And I know, I know, you are exhausted, burnt out, and counting the moments till your vacation begins. But do you know what to do on your time off to regain your energy and boost your stamina? Luckily, Dr. Naomi Hall returns to Legendary Educator to give us her expert tips on what to do over the holiday season. She goes through everything from diet to sleep and even what things to avoid on your days off. This week on Legendary Educator, how to relax and re-energize during the holiday season. But before we jump in, I do have a technical disclaimer. During my interview with Dr. Hall, my microphone wasn't plugged in, so my voice is being captured by the microphone on my laptop. Apologies for this faux pas, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello teachers from around the world and welcome to the Legendary Educator Podcast, the podcast for teachers for ongoing professional development, helping you reach your goal of becoming a Legendary Educator. I'm your host, Mr. Ramis, a former teacher and certified instructional coach and passionate about the classroom and about learning. Before we begin, please take a moment to subscribe to the channel so you won't miss any future episodes as they drop. And head on over to legendaryeducator.com to check out past episodes and YouTube videos. All right, let's begin. Class is in session. It is December and the winter holidays is just around the corner. And with that is an opportunity to unwind and recharge and regenerate. But not everybody knows how to do that. And so today, very specifically, and I guess to the point, what should teachers do to recharge, unwind, and really take advantage of their days off over the winter holidays? Uh, There's a lot to that. But I would say the first thing is say no. Oh, say no. (laughs) Yeah. Say no a lot. Elaborate on that. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much that you want to do on vacation, on break. There's so many people you want to see, different events going on, all of that. And it can just absolutely fill your calendar and make your break even more stressful and overwhelming than actually being at work. You know how people are like, oh, I need a vacation from my vacation. Yes. <laughs> um, you've got to say no and decide what is it that you want to do. and maybe even make a list with your family of what are the things that we'd be really sad if we didn't do these? Like, what are the things that that if we missed them, that would be like, we'd be really bummed out about it and make that list. And you'll, you'll be kind of surprised what your kids put on that list. You'll be surprised at maybe what your spouse puts on that list, that they're actually really simple thing, things. Like maybe it's putting on our PJs, grabbing some hot chocolate and going for a drive to see all of the Christmas lights. Mm. Like they're not going to be expensive things most of the time, but when you make that list, you can then prioritize your calendar just like you do in the classroom. In the classroom, you're like, we have to get A, B, and C done today. Anything else is bonus, but these things have to happen. You want to do that same thing with your calendar on break so that you can get the things that really fill you up 
that really recharge you on your calendar. And then you can feel freer to say no to the things that you're like, no, we can pass on that one this year and leave space in your calendar. So learn to say no. And like some of that comes through just prioritizing what you and your family want to do. Yeah, like, are we going to really be upset if we miss this one? Mm-hmm, exactly. Probably not. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, you're like, the cookie stroll? No, nah, we can make our uh, own cookies. Like, maybe we want to make cookies as a family instead. Right, okay. Okay, that's a good one. Okay. And then I would say you really need to use your calendar even on vacation. Because we think of, like, all the things that we want to do. And we're I just suggested you make that list of the things you want to do. But then the day gets away from you. Mm. And you're like, we didn't do anything today, which maybe you need a day like that where you just don't do anything. The family stays home. Nobody goes anywhere. Nobody comes over. Nobody even gets dressed for the day. Like you're in PJs all day, (laughs) you know, doing whatever your family, you know, playing board games, watching movies. But if that's every day, then all of a sudden you're like, oh, we didn't do any of the things we wanted to do. Hmm. So make sure that you still schedule and use, like I use a time blocker. And um, block out what I'm going to do. And especially the things that I really want to make sure happen. Like my morning routine, that's a non-negotiable for me, whether I'm working on a trip, on vacation. There are certain things that are part of my morning routine that help me be my best, whether I'm working or not. And so Mm. like, that's my workout. That's my devotional time. Like I'm reading scripture, I'm praying and meditating. I'm doing some personal development. So I'm reading there, making sure that I'm starting my day mentally, physically, and emotionally in the best place. Nice. Even so, when you're on a break, even mm-hmm. when you're on vacation mode, yeah. you're still prioritizing your, we'll call it me time. Yeah. And actually I was talking to another consultant and she said, she kind of talks that through with her husband Mm. so that because a lot of times you just want to sleep in and then you skip your morning routine and then you're like, Oh my goodness. And everything just kind of feels rushed. But when the kids wake up and they're jumping on your bed and then it's, (laughs) it's your breakfast time already. And the day started even before you're starting. Exactly. Which is typical. So don't get caught up um, in the whirlwind of not being prepared. Yeah, exactly. So she talks it out with her husband and says, Mm. okay, I'd like to sleep in this morning, but could Mm. you take the kids for just like 30 minutes so that I can get this time in so I really can be like ready for the day and the best I can can be for you and the kids. Mm. And that's Mm. on a on a vacation day. Mm. So I think it's really important that you still schedule time and that allows you to prioritize the people you want to spend time with. Like, Mm. I really want to have lunch with this person. I really want to make sure that we go to grandma's house and spend some time with her. And so putting those things on your calendar to make sure that they happen and putting in that recharge time, Mm. the like your morning routine, your evening routine, whatever it is that is going to recharge you, refill you. And a lot of those things are really, really simple. It might just be putting, you know, an hour on your calendar to just sit and read a book with a cup of tea. Mm. Like that could be very recharging. It could be blocking out some time to take a walk. You and I both live in like the cold climate. (laughs) And so, you know, we may have to bundle up for that. Right. Yeah. I still see people taking a walk outside. It's, it's, it's those Canadians, (laughs) man. (laughs) They're unstoppable. Yeah. I take a short (laughs) one in the mornings and in the cold, cold, I'm like, what am I thinking? Why? Why? That's, 
Yeah, mm. it's such an important time mm. because it gets you out in the fresh air, yes. gets your body moving. Like those are really important things. So I'd say still use your schedule, prioritize what you want to do, put them on there so that they happen. So you get to the end of the vacation and you're like, all right, I feel rested. I feel recharged. And I feel like we did the things we wanted to do. Mm. And, you know, put the things that like need to happen as well, because we all know cleaning the house doesn't happen (laughs) during the school year. Mm. Like it happens on the breaks. So, you know, put that on your calendar and break it up of like, all right, today I'm going to tackle the bathrooms. Mm. Tomorrow I'm going to tackle dusting. I'm, no, the dusting, yes. you know, oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> cleaning the microwave. Oh, you know, dear. The things yeah. that just sit in your, and they, they create stress on you because you walk by and you see them and you're thinking, oh, I really need to do that. I really, that's should. still on my list. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like put that on so you can just knock it out. And I would say put that on in a morning. So it's like done and out of the way for the day and you can enjoy the rest of the day. So Mm. your calendar is really important even on vacation. All right. So you are creating a a calendar, Mm -hmm. obviously, because you have all this time off. Um, I'm very careful to say free time, Mm -hmm. right? Because there are the obligations, the family obligations and the holiday obligations and the dinners and the events. And so what you want to do is with your family, with your spouse, with your kids is to make a calendar for the period. Yes. You are allowing your time off. You're allowing your time, your me time. Mm -hmm. You are also prioritizing the events. Like some events are non-negotiable, like you said, Mm -hmm. and some events are, well, I'm not going to be, they're not going to miss me that much if I don't go. (laughs) The idea here is, is you're not taking it day by day. It's Mm -hmm. not a, as it comes, we'll figure it out thing, but it is a plan. And that is how you are going to schedule all the time. Mm-hmm. that you want yes and to connect with your previous episode as well i also want to say don't forget all the stuff that aids with your own mental health like the sleeping and hydrate and move and 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 um eat well mm-hmm. i'm forgetting one yeah. uh, my, one. manage your mind manage your mind right the whole negativity and the and the yeah. social media and all that stuff right that's still yeah. a thing that you have to take into consideration even on your days off absolutely and mm. the the sleep one i just want to mention something on this this is a tricky one when you're on break this even yes. happens on the weekends mm. so we may be really good about managing our sleep during the week of like all right, i need to be in bed by this time i have my bedtime routine but then we hit friday and saturday and we're like, oh, I don't have to be up in the morning. So mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can sit and watch a movie. I right. can, you know, mm-hmm. we stay up later. My question for you is, are you sleeping in long enough to make up for how late you stayed up? Because I, I, you think I, I, like, oh, all right, yeah. I'll get the rest on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then you stay up late and you have children who wake you up at, you know, mm-hmm. five, mm-hmm. six, seven mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And so you're not actually sleeping in. And so actually your weekend isn't a catch up for you on sleep. You're sleeping less. If you yeah, think about you're actually it. sleeping less. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like when that dawned on me, I was like, oh my goodness. I yeah. was like, I am losing sleep on the weekends. Like mm-hmm. this is not okay. And it may take you a little while to like come to terms with that. Mm. But I've gotten to the point where I'm like, you know what? My sleep is important. Mm. And I, I only sleep in so like maybe an extra hour on the weekends 
because I have other things going on. And so I'm like, I can't stay up an extra two, three hours past what I normally do Mm. on the weekends. Like that's not good for me mentally, physically, emotionally. Like I need to, like, I need to have a a bedtime on a Friday night. Like there are some times when you don't, you know, because, you know, you're out doing things. Of course. Mm. But yeah, don't sabotage yourself on Mm. sleep on the weekends. Or on vacation. Mm -hmm. Or on vacation, Yeah. yeah. I wanted to interrupt this awesome interview to personally thank you for checking out Legendary Educator. I hope you're enjoying this episode and finding benefit in it to take back to your classroom. You know, creating a podcast and producing weekly episodes is actually pretty demanding. It takes time, energy, and yes, even some cost. But fear not, there is a way to support the podcast. Actually, two ways. The first thing you can do is go check out legendaryeducator.com slash resources, where I've compiled a whole list of products and services that are useful to teachers. You never know, you may find something that's just right for you, like discount school supply for your school supplies, lesson plan it for prepared lesson plans, or better help for online therapy. Using the links on my website won't cost you anything. You may actually end up saving, but it will give me a little kickback to help support the channel. And if you don't find anything you like, you can just make a small donation by going to legendaryeducator.com slash donate. You can donate as little as a dollar. A buck a show. Sounds like a good deal. Again, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. Is there anything I can do to re-energize, to regenerate Mm. my energy, my stamina, Um, so I can come back in January all sort of pumped up. Yeah, like ready to go. Yeah, like September. <laughs> yeah, like feeling energized. One, yeah. you've got to work on your sleep. Like that okay. is number one is mm. seven to nine hours of sleep. And so mm. figuring out how you're going to make that happen while you're on vacation with a different schedule. Exactly. That's where that calendar really comes in. And I know there is like, even myself, I feel some resistance to that because I'm like, mm. I am scheduled every single day. I really don't want to be scheduled during vacation, Mm. but I also want to be recharged during vacation. And that's where that calendar is really going to help is making sure I'm getting those like rest is not just sleep. Like sleep is key. So we need to make sure we're getting seven to nine hours of sleep, but then those restful activities of, like I mentioned, reading a book and drinking a cup of tea, Mm. Uh, just sitting and kind of zoning out, not scrolling, sitting and being present. Mm. I think it'd be, you know, sitting and being present with your spouse, your partner, your kids, but just that, t- that downtime where your brain can recharge because we mm. have three different brain states. We have recharge, medium charge, and high charge. Okay. We hold think- on, hold on, hold on. Okay. This is oh. interesting. And I want you to elaborate on this because okay. I don't know what you're talking about. So we've got three different brain states. Mm. We've got the recharge one. Mm. That's like the rest, the sleep, the recharge. We have medium charge. That's where we're doing kind of the boring tasks checking email, responding. And Mm. then we have the high charge where it really takes focus. It's creative. It's when you're, you know, you're working on your lesson plans and creating activities for your, your students and all of that. That's your high charge work. Mm. So a lot of times we think we're recharging or actually medium charge scrolling, watching Netflix. That's actually medium charge activity. Mm. It's not recharge. Mm. So recharge is the Go take a walk, sit and rest, be um, like do creative activities, like hobby type of things that you really enjoy doing. 
so it's outputting instead of inputting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay. It, like rest can be creative. It mm. can be um, listening to music, creating music, okay. Okay. Um, getting mm. into your hobbies and your creative side, not your work side. Right. right. Creative side. And mm. and some of our work is a little bit in that area when you're, you know, I didn't find it restful and recharging to make bulletin boards, but some people <laughs> some haven't blessed them. Yeah. No it, judgment here. Yeah. Nope, nope. Have at it, you know. Right. Uh, so find that restful time for yourself to really refill yourself, recharge yourself. It doesn't have to be the like typical self-care stuff of like mm. going to the spa, getting a massage, all those those things are recharging. Sure, yeah. But it, mm. it can just be that just sitting and being. Um, we really don't do much of that. We have so much information, noise, things coming at us constantly Mm. that our brain doesn't get to relax. So it really is helpful to your brain to have time where there is no screen, there is no music of any kind coming in, where you can just have some silence. Mm. And I know for some people that's really, really uncomfortable. It is for me. I need my music. Yeah. But it's really important for your brain to get that time where it can just process and not have any other information coming in. That's interesting because if you think about it, you're either on your phone mm -hmm. or you're watching TV Mm -hmm. or you're listening to music. Yep. There's no silent time. Yeah. I mean, you walk into a store and there's music playing. Right. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I would challenge you to do some silent driving time. Oh my gosh. Okay. Turn off the radio, turn off the podcast. Yeah music and just give yourself some silent driving time that time allows your brain to process and be creative Mm. going for a walk outside without your earbuds yes that movement being outside no no informational input really can boost your creativity to know okay Mm -hmm. we are learning a lot today yeah so you know do some of that stuff and then you brought up some of the others of move your body, mm-hmm. find, a, find a way to work out. The really cool thing about a workout is a 30 minute workout, going for a run, weightlifting, hit, whatever it is that you enjoy. That 30 minutes earns you like an hour of increased productivity and focused energy in the rest of your day. So it's a high return on investment when you're working out. And I mean, hopefully you are already partaking in that half an hour workout a day. If you're not, this is a good time to get started, right? Challenge yourself to begin because now you've got the time. Absolutely. Mm. And I mean, rest days are really important in that too. You don't want to be going hard seven days a week and rest weeks. So like I usually am on like a three week cycle of three weeks of a program and then a lighter week, that lighter week. That might happen on vacation where Mm. your movement is less intense. And so maybe you just do a light ride on a bike. Mm. We have a stationary bike. Mm. You might make it walks. You might make it playing with your kids. So you're still getting that active time. Mm. It's just a little less intense on your body. Okay. So we want to get the movement in. We also want to work on that nutrition piece. Mm. That is the huge. Holidays is a yeah, the holidays are so <laughs> of all hard. time, you know, of all, yep. of all the time to like work on your nutrition. Right. But you know, <laughs> Christmas Eve is a day. Uh-huh. Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New yep. Year's Day. Um, Hanukkah is going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few others that I can't come up with off the top of my head. 
but they're days. Hmm. They are days. And you get to choose what you put in your body. And so enjoy, you know, grandma's French silk chocolate pie, like <laughs> have a slice. Like I am the going guilty to delight. Enjoy, yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 I'm going to enjoy Christmas Eve with my family and the, mm. like everybody in my family is a good cook. So mm. like, there's not a bad dish <laughs> counter. You know, I'm going to enjoy Christmas day at my brother's house where mm. there is an entire table of appetizers. And then there's, you know, there's mac and cheese oh, and there's Christmas go. chicken and <laughs> spinach and rice and chicken wings. You know, mm. I'm going to enjoy those things. However, I'm going to make sure I have a really good solid breakfast. I'm not going to skip breakfast on those days. Mm. I'm going to make sure that I'm getting protein and veggies in that I'm fueling my body. So I feel good walking in to those events, mm -hmm. not starving. Cause that's when you like overindulge. And then you're like, yes. Oh my goodness. What did I just do to myself? The story of my life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I'm, I'm still going to have a really good breakfast on those days. I'm going to make mm -hmm. sure I get my workout in. And then like the days either side of that, I'm going to make sure that I'm fueling my body well making sure I'm getting protein at every meal, making sure that I'm getting good fruits and veggies, fiber filled carbs, things like that, mm. that make me feel my best. And I, I tell you, right. Don't step on the scale the day after Christmas. Like, <laughs> Why do that to yourself? Yeah. Do not do that. To, like don't play those mind games with yourself. Right. Like know that a lot of like, if, if you do step on, it is going to be up. Mm -hmm. You did not gain five pounds overnight. You didn't like a lot of that is inflammation. So give it a couple of days for your body to just settle back down, release the inflammation, come back to its baseline to where you're feeling good again, then step on the scale. Mm. But like, don't mess with yourself like that. Like you just, you just don't need to do that. Um, so we need to fuel our bodies. We need to be moving them. We need to be sleeping and you've got to be hydrating the yes. mm. running on caffeine and carbs. Like it's not a badge of honor folks. Mm. Like you need water, right? Mm -hmm. Like we wear caffeine, running on caffeine and carbs. And I'm so stressed, mm -hmm. like a badge of honor. You're right. And mm -hmm. it's not like we can do better. So make sure like first thing in the morning before you have your, I'm not telling you not to drink your coffee because mm. I like my coffee, but start your day with a glass of water mm. because you have just slept however many hours you're sleeping right now with no hydration. So you're waking up dehydrated. So start with a glass of water while your coffee brews. Okay. You can mm. still have your coffee. Drink water throughout the day. Water is really, really important for our bodies and for our brains. Our brains need to be properly hydrated in order for us to think clearly. When we're mm. dehydrated, we cannot think well. Just think of a plant like, and I, I've heard this in multiple different places, but we're basically a a house plant with complicated emotions. Like mm -hmm. we need water, we need food, we mm. need sunshine. Right. Right. Mm. So drink your water. If you can't stand plain water, that's fine. Add some electrolytes. The electrolytes are going to help you actually absorb that hydration and take it in. The sciencey people will will love this. It creates the right concentration so that it's not hypertonic and hypotonic. We want it isotonic with our cells so that our cells mm. can take it in. So electrolytes are great for adding to your water. There's lots of great brands out there that don't add a lot of sugar or sweetener to them. I love um, Hydrate. That's one that's actually a company that I partner with sells. Hydrate is fantastic because it doesn't have a lot of the extra junk in it. PE Science has a great one. 
Ulta mm. has a great one. Um, and all of these are pretty inexpensive. Element is fantastic. However, it's expensive. Mm. Like that's not a cheap one, but I have tried it. It's fantastic. Those are all really good. So Element is the only expensive one on there, but it's a really good product. The other ones are fantastic. And on the more budget-friendly side, mm. um, I would say Hydrate is the most budget-friendly of all of them. But adding electrolytes is really going to help you with your hydration. And then throwing in some fruit, like frozen fruit, throw it in your water. It'll add mm. a little oh, flavor to it without okay. adding a whole lot of calories to it. You want to mm. watch out for like the things that have a lot of sweetener, a lot of mm. chemicals in them, because you're wanting to get the hydration, not the the calories in the chemicals. The sweet, you're right. Mm-hmm. So if you've managed to reach this far, I'm going to go ahead and assume that you're enjoying this episode. And what better way to show me that you're enjoying the podcast than by doing something to support it financially? It's just the right thing to do. You can go to legendaryeducator.com resources to find links to products and services. Using the links aren't going to cost you anything, but I'll get a small kickback for every purchase you made. And if you don't find anything there, you can go to legendaryeducator.com donate and donate as little as $1. That is a good plan. It takes care of the food and the drinking and the hydration and the sleep and the work and all that. Mm -hmm. But I do want to end on this. We have had an abnormally stressful year so far mm -hmm. with the wars going on and the, um, and the tragedy on the TV and on the social media and just constant bombardment of negativity. I want to know over the holidays, you know, how I could sort of unplug and just again, regenerate, but my emotional side, right? Not my physical side, physical side, I got it. Yeah. My emotional side, my like mental side, how do I just sort of chill out and, you know, regenerate that side of me? Yep. You have to be, become the curator of your life. Mm. And so that's curating your social media. There's this fabulous function on pretty much any social media platform where you can silence, hide, block, or mute. <laughs> mm. And you need to use it. Anything that gets you into a negative spiral, block it, get rid of it. I know there are some people that you can't necessarily block because they're family members and you're like, ah, but like mm -hmm. they're family, right. hide them. They'll never know. Right. Okay. Mm. So really curate your feed. And I've been pretty ruthless on this. I'm like, yeah, no, that's putting me in a spiral gone. And there's an option also on a lot of things that pop up in your feed to say, show me less of this. Right. right. I don't want to see this because mm. there are things that just randomly pop up and you're like, oh my goodness, why am yeah. I looking at this? Yeah. Mm. Um, so curate your social media, turn off the news, turn off the news mm. because we know it really is true. If it bleeds, it leads and it's, it's negative. It's, it's just so like some of it is so um, heartbreaking um, and I don't want us to be ignorant of what's going on in our world. That is where I get confused. Like, I want mm -hmm. to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to carry that weight when I do watch it. Mm -hmm. So you turn it off. And the amazing thing is you'll still know exactly what's going on because people will tell you because they're watching it. Mm. And then you're able to choose what you go see and learn about because mm. you've turned it off. And you're like, Oh, they just told me that this happened. All right. I need to know about that. I go read about it. Listen, whatever you do. Right. And then I turn it off and I go back to my, my life. So you really control what's coming at you. 
And then some other things when you're dealing with those things is journaling is a great process to use to help you when you're you're dealing with those things. You have seen what's going on. You have been reading or watching. Mm-hmm. Just take some time to journal out all that's in your head. The act of taking what's here in your head and physically writing, not typing, physically writing it on paper frees your brain and takes that weight, that weighty feel out of your head. Mm. This can be a really good activity to do right before you go to bed, because that's when all the thoughts start swirling the like, this has been going on and and this, and it's all weighing on me. And then I have this thing in the family and that, and Mm. I need to remember to do this. Journaling at night can really free up your brain and allow you to go to sleep faster. Mm. So I'd say, make sure that you, and I'm not I'm not a journaler type of person. I'm like not a natural journaler. Like some people just love it and, you know, go right into it. It's not my major thing, but when my mind is swirling, it is so helpful. And then find people. So we're talking about kind of curating your social media. You also need to curate your people. Who is closest to you? Are you allowing all of the energy suckers and joy suckers? Yeah have constant access to you. Mm. Like who is your closest circle and really work on curating who you're spending time with and who you can talk with that will help you process all of this, but won't jump in the muck and the mire with you. Mm. So you really want to curate your social media, get rid of the news, journal, curate the people around you and find people that you can process with of like, can I just talk through this for a few minutes and then we'll move on to something else. But I just need to, cause some of us are verbal processors. Yes. yes right. And, and really need to be able to talk things through, find somebody you can talk it through with, who's going to just kind of think logically through it with you. They're not going to jump in with you. And then you're able to move on to, all right, let's talk about, you know, what's going on with the kids, you know, mm. how, you know, how's aunt so-and-so doing and, and get into that. So you need to find your processors as well. Not easy. No. Especially if you're used to a certain way of life, mm-hmm. a certain routine, a certain, okay, let's turn on the news, see what's going on in the world. And so, you know, curating all that is, is, is tricky. It's tough. It is. And so mm. you bring your family in on it with you of like, mm. Hey, can you help me with this? I'm trying this out and I want to see how it goes. Can you remind me like, Hey mom, Hey dad, you said you weren't going to watch this. Mm. Your kids are great at keeping you honest. (laughs) (laughs) They will, if you ask for their help, they will help you to, you know, bring the family in on it and make it fun and find, find something to replace that way. So, Mm. you know, instead of turning on the news, grab a great book. Like this is a great time to catch up on some fiction or even Mm. some nonfiction. You know, I've got (laughs) a stack of way too many books sitting over there, (laughs) you know, grab a great book to read something you've been wanting to get into, you Mm. know, step out of PD for a little bit. Like we're always reading like how to be a better teacher, how to do, Mm. you know, classroom Mm. management, all of this. I'm reading, um, Murder in the Murder in the White House. So I'm reading a fiction book right now mm. and getting out of like that PD a little bit. And then I have my kind of personal development book that I'm reading too. That's um, the language of breath. 
So developing myself and my breathing techniques and all of that. Mm. So, you know, maybe you start reading some again or working on a puzzle, like pull out a puzzle and work on that. That's it. That's a great activity to do as a family because everybody can get in on it. And the discussions you have when you're working on that, mm-hmm. be amazed at what your kids are willing to talk about. Let's get talking doing- again, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that one. If I want additional help or if I want to chat with you or you know reach out to you, can you remind us, how do I find you? How do I reach out to you? Absolutely. So my email is therecoveringeducator at gmail.com. So you can reach out right there. I also, I will give you a link for the show notes for my five foundations to fight stress. Nice. Great tool for everybody. And we've talked about these here today, Mm -hmm. Uh, but these are my five foundations, some tips in there of how to work on these, what you should focus on. I'll give you the link for that. That's a great place for people to start. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a PDF. They can download it. They can print it out stick it up on the wall and be like, I'm working on this one today. Is it the same thing that you also did a a PD for legendary educator uh, over the summer? Very similar. Is Mm -hmm. that okay? Yep. This this is the the PDF of it. Beautiful. All right. So I'll put the PDF. I'll put the video. I'll Mm -hmm. put it all in the show notes uh, for additional information. Fantastic. As always, it is such a pleasure talking to you. I appreciate you as a mentor and a friend and a legendary educator. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here and just have an opportunity to share this with your audience. Thanks for tuning in today. And if you found this episode beneficial, don't be shy to forward it to your teacher friends so they too can benefit. You can follow me on Instagram at Legendary Educator, or you can get in touch with me by going to legendaryeducator.com. Don't forget to subscribe rate, and review, because that helps out a lot. Next week, another legendary episode with a new legendary educator. Class is dismissed.